Welcome to Fear Less, an audio series designed to help you take action towards letting go of your eating disorder. My name is Jessica Flint, and I'll be your guide to helping you embody the recovered version of yourself. Like every human being ever to walk this planet, you and I are not immune to fear. It is biologically programmed into our brains. At the same time, I'm committed to not letting fear control my destiny and want you to have the same freedom. Every time we choose courage over fear, we grow stronger and receive what we desire most in regards to our recovery, our health, love, wealth, and impact in the world. In order to fully let go of your eating disorder and whatever is holding you back in life, you need to learn how to alchemize fear into courage. So let's lock arms and do this work together. Welcome back, my warrior loves. Today, we're going to talk about a concept called turning pro. Now, the other way you can think about this is turning professional, pro professional. And it's been something that has helped me so much in looking at my life, all areas of my life. And I'm excited to share it with you guys today because it just gives you this other perspective for working with your fears more constructively. And that's really been our hope and wish for you through Fearless is to be able to see fear from a different perspective, to not see it as this huge, scary thing, but something that you can work with, you can dance with, you can you can transmute, you can make it into something that can work for you, not against you. And along for this Fearless journey is my co-pilot, Andrea Wells, the new host of Recover Strong. So welcome, Andrea. Happy to have you here. Thank you, Jessica. Hey, glad to be here as always. Yeah. So this idea with turning pro, that's from a book I read. And I, I believe you haven't read this book, right, Andrea, by Stephen Pressfield? I have not. I've not read that. Okay. So the lesson, you don't have to know the book, but I do recommend it if it's something if you are interested in Stephen Pressfield's work. He talks, he's really uh, someone who writes for people who are creative people, uh, writers. I mean, he like just for people who have what he calls resistance that comes up with any creative pursuit. I believe our life is an act of creation. We are constantly creating our next moment. We're creating everything in our life. We are the ultimate creators of our life. If we, we can also be the ultimate victims in our life, and that really takes us out of that creator power. So, with that said, when we're thinking about okay, if this in this lesson, if I talk about creativity or any type of thing about your work in life, think about your work in life being who you ultimately want to be, who you want to create the situations that you want to create in your life. So even though this book is more geared towards creatives, people who like to do creative work in life, this is also, I think, applicable to to anybody who has a life, right? Because you are, once again, the creator of your life. Yeah. Well, your your eating disorder recovery is a creation of your own. In what way? How how so? I mean, it's like you are the artist. You have you're the painter with the paintbrush in your hand. You can you have a lot of power in the things that you do to choose your recovery journey. The the help that you take, the steps that you take, that's a creation in and of itself. Mm, I love that. Every day really is a blank canvas if we choose to act as so. Yeah, and uh, <laughs> and then we can often get you know tainted by past behaviors or past performances and kind of bring that into each day. But ultimately, we can create our life moment to moment to moment, which is really powerful and hopefully an empowering thing to think about in your recovery is that you do have the ability to change. You do have the ability to change your energy. And if you change your energy, you change your life. 
You really do. If you change the way you look at things, you change your life. It, it's it's sounds so simple, yet it is that that powerful, and that can truly transform how you see everything in your life. Is if you change how you see it. And this makes me think of this quote by Wayne Dyer that I absolutely love: "Is if you change the way you look at things, the things you look at change." So think about that. Like the if you change the way you look at things you know, your relationship to food, your relationship to body, the things you look at change. And I can see that firsthand with my recovery, like so much has changed in my belief systems around my body and my food that were completely different at another point in time. And that just shows that there is this possibility to have changes in perspective. So with this show and the idea of turning pro, I want you guys to think about like when you think of the word professional, what comes to mind? Like you can have professional athletes, professional singers, right? Taylor Swift. Everybody's taking the world by storm, right? You're a Swifty, Andrea. Like yeah. that woman is a freaking professional. She doesn't just show up for her tour and be like, oh, I'm here. Like, no, she trains, she writes, she's always pouring her heart into her performances. Like she is a professional. She takes her work seriously. So when we start thinking about recovery, like what would it look like for you to put the same amount of energy and focus and intensity into your recovery and how would things transform if you were to treat it as it is the most important thing in your life, right? It's the something that you are dedicated to, you are committed to, you want to show up for because it means so much to you. I'm sure there are days when Taylor probably was like tired and didn't want to get on stage, you know, after like touring the <laughs> for so long, but she got up there. She did it anyways, right? I think that's an important piece. What do you have to say about about that, Andrea? Well, I think this has happened a couple times now throughout Fearless where I'm hearing about a concept from these lessons. And I'm like, I did that. I didn't use the same like labeling going pro, but in practice, it was basically the same thing. It was ultimately, I made my eating disorder recovery a priority. And almost everything I did, big and small, was with that goal in mind. I did like I had many rods in the fire. It was a priority. Anything I could do that was going to help me get to this goal, I did it. It was important to me. And in hindsight, I realized that probably lines up with what we're talking about now, which is going pro. I went pro with my recovery. And that's something that, yeah, it ultimately just comes down to priorities. If it's a priority to, to you and you're committed, because we've talked about commitment before too, making a real commitment to this, that's what the professionals do, like Taylor Swift. And yes, I am a Swifty. <laughs> <laughs> yeah. And like, there's also, we can also look at the dark side of like, oh no, I have to like make this not, per pro doesn't mean perfect, right? Yeah. Professionals mess up. They have hard days. They don't, they don't have a, you know, 10 for 10 record all the time. Like they, they miss shots. They miss steps, right? Like they miss notes. They don't, no one's perfect. So it's not about, okay, I have to do this perfectly or I have to overextend myself or burn myself out. The pro, the pro truly wants to go the distance. The pro thinks about longevity. And we get into this lesson and we talk about the the contra to the pro is the amateur. So the amateur would be the one that just gets all excited and just like burns out right away. The pro has more of the ability to see the bigger vision, to see the distance, right? Pro's not going to, yeah. pro singer's not going to max out their vocal cords because they're like, I want to be singing for life. I don't want to just do this. So yeah, got to pace yourself, take breaks when needed. Mm-hmm. 
Yeah. Rest. That's all part of going pro. Yeah. So when you listen to this lesson, think about what are some ways that you can turn pro in your recovery? What are some steps, right? Things that a good coach would tell a a player to do. And are you doing them? Are you really taking them seriously? Or are you missing quote unquote practice? Like, are you showing up to practice or are you missing practice? Um, You know, practice can be eating adequately in eating regularly, making sure you're getting the good balance in of nutrients, right? These are all things that are showing up for your recovery. Are you um, looking at ways to manage your emotions more healthfully? Uh, are you learning about how to communicate more assertively so you're not bottling in your emotions and using food or not using food as a way to cope with them? So these are all ways that you can start to see like this is what it is when you show up as a pro in recovery. And I'm super excited about the Courage Club because really I consider it the training ground for recovery. Like this is where you go to become a pro in your recovery because not only are we here for you month after month after month and you can stay in as long as you need, you are going to get the challenges. You are going to get the people that are surrounding you, supporting you, cheering you on, encouraging you, right? When we're with better team players, we play better. I 100% know that being an athlete. When you play with good players, you play better. And so the Courage Club is our best way we could design this experience of helping someone turn pro, turn pro with their food, turn pro with the way they talk to themselves, turn pro with the way that they treat their body, turn pro in the way that they show up for themselves and others in this life. And so um, we are opening the wait list right now and we are doing batches that we let in so incrementally. And so I highly recommend you get on the wait list because that's the only way that you can get in. So if you are interested in turning pro in your recovery, go to www.join.com thecourageclub.com and you'll get added to the waitlist. We're batching people. So people early on the waitlist will get first access. Um, the longer on the waitlist, the longer you're going to have to wait. So don't hesitate. Get on that waitlist. We will be continuing this throughout the year, but we only open at certain times and the holidays are our main time that we open because we know that you guys need more support during this time of year because it's challenging. So once again, to get on the waitlist, go to www.jointhecourageclub.com. Dot com, and this is where you can level up, turn pro in your recovery, and have whole cheer squad yes. and teammates there. With- and it's the training ground. And I like that you brought that up because I also think it's important to highlight with this topic of going pro is that it takes time to get there. Taylor Swift isn't didn't just automatically start selling out all these stadiums everywhere. She started out strumming a guitar in her bedroom. And it, it's, a, it's a process. You don't go pro overnight. So be gentle with yourself. And again, don't expect perfection. It is something that you train for just like an athlete does. It takes time. The Courage Club is a Great way to get your training done and f- find some teammates. Yeah, I love the training ground like aspect of it. And that's how I really visualize it because we have like we have the warrior challenges, we have the motion explorations, we have the expert Q and A, we have the daily gratitude practice. And an idea too that we bring in heavily into the Courage Club, it's it's really one of our foundations, is this idea of the daily growth habit. And I've talked about this in the past, but if you break out. 24 hours in a day, and you look at what 1% of those 24 hours is, it's 15 minutes. So 15 minutes of your day is 1% of your day. So if you truly want to turn pro, all you can just start with is just dedicating 15 minutes a day to pro recovery activities, right? So inside the Courage Club, we have that at its minimum for you, right? You can step in 15 minutes a day. It's not even two hours a week that you're looking at. And then if you think about a pro athlete or a pro singer, you know they're giving more than that. They're doing more than that in, in a time period. So the more you can kind of see this idea of just, I only have to do one small step a day, 15 minutes. 
everybody has 15 minutes. I will not, I, I don't even care if you're the busiest person in the freaking world, you have 15 minutes if it's a priority. So to me, that's a really important concept is seeing like, where are my daily growth habits? And when I double down on my daily growth habits, how does my life change? And we get to determine what those growth habits are. We want to, we can determine what we want to put our energy and attention and focus on because that is what, when we consistently apply that, we do see the results. So what would you say one of your daily growth habits is, Andrea? Um, that's a great question. Um, I, I guess the first thing that comes to mind is gratitude for what's happening right now. Um because I think a lot about how there's so, and I think most people can relate to this. You look back and you're like, oh, that were that was the good old days. But practicing gratitude makes me realize like the good old days are right now. Like, are, do hard things happen in my life? Yes. Do I still have symptoms of mental illness? Yes, I do. And I have like a really good life. I have an amazing partner. I have a beautiful home. I have wonderful friends, wonderful chosen family. I have a fantastic job. Uh, there's like it just makes me feel so grateful to really relish in the good days that are happening now. So being in the moment, being grateful for what I have in the moment is probably my biggest daily growth habit at this time. That's amazing. Gratitude holds so much power. <laughs> There's this book I love called Gratitude uh, Works and it's like all about the science of gratitude and it just has study after study about how much it builds emotional well-being and resilience and the ability to navigate hard times through the power of gratitude. And that is another thing that we actually have in the Courage Club is you have your accountability pods and part of that is if you want to show up daily and just say three things you're grateful for and one thing you want to celebrate with your small accountability pod. I found that that's been super helpful for people to really start to flex that that muscle. It's changed my life. Yeah. It's another thing that you practice and train for and grows over time. Absolutely. Mm-hmm. Yeah. So when going through this lesson, just think about how can you turn pro in your recovery? I do talk about some things beyond recovery. So you can also think about how can you turn pro in other areas of your life that you have passion for that are really calling to you. Uh, but just see this as an opportunity to to look at your life from a different perspective and one where you're taking it more seriously and what would happen. I invite you guys to words that I found to be very powerful in, in the spirit of inquiry is to use how and what words when asking questions about your life or about your recovery instead of like why or this just tends to be a little more judgmental. So start to look at like how could this change my life? What would I do differently? How would doing this um, lead to different changes or in my emotions? Or just using these how and what words as exploration words are very helpful in giving you more open-minded space to find solutions. So just want to throw that out there. That can be really helpful for you thinking about this concept of turning pro and how you can make it work for you. All righty. Well, let's get into the lesson here. In our lesson today, I'm going to share a concept called turning pro. Now, this concept here has made a huge impact on my life, and I think it's worth sharing with you because it might as well be something that could redefine the way you look at your goals and what's important to you and how you're showing up for that. Now, this idea comes from a book called Turning Pro by Stephen Pressfield, and the tagline is, tap your inner power and create your life's work. Now, this is a very short book. It's he Most of Stephen Pressfield's books are very digestible. This is 132 pages, and he does these little bite-sized chapters that are a page each. And it's 
a beautiful book that really demonstrates this concept of turning pro. Now, pro, professional. And then he contrasts that with being an amateur. And this really goes towards anything that you are connected to in your life that's important to you that you're not showing up fully for. Like, you could turn pro in your morning routine, for example. I've been turning pro in my morning routine, and it's made a huge difference in my life. I've been turning pro with this podcast. This is what I love to do. When I'm able to look at my soul strengths, my signature strengths, it's definitely get this girl a microphone. <laughs> like I probably popped out of my mom's belly being like, where's my microphone? <laughs> I need a microphone. Anyways, so this concept of turning pro, whatever you love to do, do you love to write? Can you turn pro? Now, this doesn't mean you have to earn your income from this, at least at this moment in time, but how can you take something that's important to you and make it something that you do as dedicated as a professional would, as dedicated as a baseball player who's going into the major leagues? How dedicated are they to their sport? These athletes in the Olympics, how dedicated are they to their craft? So there are many days that I'm doing this. Oh, I'm tired. I don't want to record. Oh, I'm tired. I don't feel. I'm not in the mood. (laughs) And it's like, no, let's do it. Let's do it. Let's show up. And it's getting easier and easier every time I do it. And it's just a way to train yourself to go from an amateur, meaning amateurs have excuses. Amateurs always have something that's going to come in the way. He says, you know, amateurs are always addicted to the struggle, addicted to it being hard. And then when we start to turn pro, well, we start to know that there will be struggle and know that it's going to be hard, but we show up anyways. And so he says, the amateur is terrified. The professional is terrified too. The amateur is an egotist. The amateur lives by the opinions of others. The amateur permits fear to stop him or her from acting. The amateur is easily distracted. The amateur seeks instant gratification. The amateur is jealous. The amateur lacks compassion for himself. The amateur seeks permission. The amateur lives for the future. The amateur lives in the past. The amateur will be ready tomorrow. The amateur gives his power away to others. And then when you become pro, your life starts to change. Stephen Pressfield says, quote, each day the professional understands he will wake up facing the same demons, the same resistance, the same self-sabotage, the same tendencies to shadow activities and amateurism that he has always faced. The difference is that now he will not yield to those temptations. He will have mastered them and he will continue to master them. End quote. And according to Stephen Pressfield, the professional has certain qualities. The professional shows up every day. The professional is committed over the long haul. For the professional, the stakes are high and real. The professional is patient. 
The professional acts in the face of fear. The professional accepts no excuses. The professional is prepared. The professional dedicates himself to mastering technique. The professional does not hesitate to ask for help. The professional does not take failure or success personally. The professional endures adversity. The professional self-validates. The professional reinvents herself. These are some of the qualities of turning pro. When you turn pro, you show up differently for your life. It doesn't have to be this huge drastic overturn. But in what way can you turn pro in an area? Especially if there's fear around it, right? If there is something that is holding you back to stay inside of your comfort zone, how can you start to turn pro where you are going to stare the fear, where you are going to take all that resistance that that fear has, right? And so much of that resistance is tied to our ego. That's why the amateur is an egotist. Because our ego wants to protect us. Because our ego likes to control and predict. It wants to know what exactly is going to happen. How can I manage what's going to happen? So let me predict so I can have all these scenarios. Worst case scenarios, right? Because the more you have the worst case scenarios, the more you're able to defend and protect. But when we can open up and just, you know, zip that ego, just imagine you can take a zipper and start to zip it away. See that that resistance is there is just a product of our mind, just a product of the ego. And it doesn't have to be listened to. It doesn't have to be taken for truth. The beyond the resistance is our work. And whatever your relationship to the word work is, it doesn't have to be your nine to five or this heavy thing. It's, it's your work. It's your, the way you interact. It's the way you show up. How you work a room, how you work your life, how you work your sleep schedule, how you work your connections. And when we do show up, when we do turn pro, we signal to the universe that, hey, I'm serious about this. I'm going to show up, rain or shine. So I encourage you to think, in what way are you being an amateur in something that's important to you in your life? In what way can you turn pro? How can you level up? How can you take it more seriously? How can you show more commitment in a certain area? Allow yourself to face the resistance. The little voice that says, uh, not today, or uh, this isn't working, or who are you trying to prove? What are you trying to do? Because for me, I want to take my podcasting seriously. And I never had a consistent schedule with my podcast. I am truly blessed with an audience. I'm so grateful for you guys. It's amazing. It's absolutely like, I'm just so grateful that I just have this audience that I can tap into. I can just turn on this mic and there you guys are. Because I am such a hermit. I'm not big on social media. I'm working on it. But like my soul nature is one that really likes a little less time on social media. So that is why I'm doing this in this podcast. Love it. So I want to turn pro with this new show. I want to make sure I'm giving it my all. I'm showing up now in a new way. I want to create the space as a host to say, I take this seriously. I take you as listeners seriously. And it's brought me so much happiness over the years to see my students not just recover from their eating disorder, 
but recover into somebody that's following their heart, doing their passions, writing that book, getting on that stage, asking for that promotion, letting that love into their life. I want you guys to be inspired. I want you to feel motivated. I want you to come to my show and feel like you got some dose of what you needed to step forward into the next chapter of your life with more confidence and courage. And if you want support to cultivate the courage to face your own fears in recovery, head over to www.jointhecourageclub.com to get on the waitlist for The Courage Club. The Courage Club is a personalized support system and a supportive community to uplift you every step of the way. Picture yourself surrounded by a community of resilient warriors who genuinely care about your progress and will celebrate every victory, no matter how small, and are walking on a similar path to full eating disorder recovery. Inside, we are tackling struggles with food, body image concerns, and negative thought patterns. Head over to www.jointhecourageclub.com and embrace the journey towards a healthier and happier you. Thank you for tuning in today. And remember that fear doesn't have to hold you back. You can live with greater courage and take back your precious power.